body and soul. With God, there are no mistakes. That God desired that his son would be born of a woman in order to save the human race. So Mary, body and soul, was protected from the moment of her conception in her mother's womb. So by the end of her life, she still remains protected by God's grace, body and soul, that she did not have to suffer the effects of original sin in which our bodies decay. And so God, in his mercy, at the end of Mary's earthly life, drew her to heaven. And the church actually doesn't say explicitly, okay, did she, did she like breathe her last? Did she die and then was lifted up? Or was it at the end of her earthly life, before she breathed her last, that God took her to himself? Well, that's something that's not clearly defined. But we know that at the end of her earthly life, that the one who was the Ark of the Covenant, the tabernacle of God, that God wanted to draw that um, person, that woman Mary, into heaven. But it's true that each one of us, that we also become a tabernacle of the Lord when we receive Holy Communion, that that we who are body, blood, soul, and humanity receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus within us, that, that we ourselves have been consecrated to God, that we ourselves are, are holy, are, are set apart as part of God's plan. And at the end of our life, God wants to draw you and I also, body and soul, into heaven. What what does this mean? Why are we talking about this? I I think in our world today, we we lose touch of the sacredness of the body. That our body is just, I can do whatever I want. It's kind of like a, just, I think of it as a canvas. You know, like I can do whatever I want with it. It's like, no, the, the, the body has a purpose. The body expresses the soul. The body is how I interact with people. The body is how I express charity. The body is how I listen and show I care for another. That the body matters. The body is not just uh, a shell, like a, an eggshell that we you know, crack open and discard, throw the shell away and keep the egg but that the body matters. That's why Jesus comes back with his glorified body. And so there's there's a sacredness to this. There's a a purpose to this. I think that's one reason why the church gives us this feast day is to help us keep the big picture in mind that at the end of our lives, we will be with God, body and soul. And there's something good and beautiful about that. And I can't help but think about the topic, when I think about the Assumption of Mary, I think about the topic of how do we treat the human body at the end of life? You know, that this body who, you know, um, manifested the soul of this person, how do we reverence this person? 
That's why, and so as Catholics, why do we, um, we gather, we pray, we have rituals to honor this person, and then we bury them in the cemetery where that, on the day of resurrection, that's where the biggest party is going to be, right? Um, but but we, even, even, at the sem- even at the funeral, that when we, I don't know if you've ever known this, when, when you bring a body into a funeral liturgy, the body is positioned such that if during that mass, the resurrection of the dead happens, they will stand up with us around the altar and worship God. Does that make, isn't that kind of cool? That, that there's a purposeness to that. And in the beginning, uh, or you know, in past centuries, the only reason someone was cremated was as to kind of an affront to the resurrection, to say, I don't believe in the resurrection. Hey, hey, burn me. Hey, try raising this now. Try raising these ashes. It was to thumb their nose in the face of Christians that pagans would do that. Maybe there's other reasons, too, for sanitation and stuff. Um, but, but really, it became a, a symbol of that. And so the church was always against cremation. More recently, the church has said, well, I mean, you know, we have relics of saints, and they get you know, kind of cut up and spread all over the world. So, uh, you know, like the God can figure it out, but, but the, the preference is always for burial, the body. But you, you can do cremation, but you still want to go and bury the body in a cemetery where the big party is going to be. Um, and to show reverence. And, and I think there's something important about that. I remember, um, I've shared this before, a few years ago, it was about four years ago, I had the chance to go back to Ohio where my uh, grandma was buried. And I, wasn't, I was a kid, so I wasn't able to go to her funeral. And I remember being able to go to the cemetery and just offer some prayers. And just, it was, it was an important moment for me. And I'm glad that I was able to do that. And I don't know that people are doing this consciously, but you know, someone told me not too long ago, they're like, yeah, we, we took you know, grandma and you know, we, took, we took her ashes and we, she loved nature, so we, we spread them over Mount Humphreys. And I was like, man, I hike that every year. Like that's, that makes me feel uncomfortable. But anyways, so um, I was like, but how do, you, how do you pay respects to grandma? How do you not forget her? Where do the grandkids go? And I think without realizing it, what we've done as a society is um, we've actually forgotten our beloved dead. That we, we actually don't want to think about the dead. Um, but we Catholic Christians, we're not afraid of that. That, that we actually we honor and remember and pray for our dead. And those who are in heaven, we ask them to pray for us. And we know that we will be united with them again. And, and cemeteries become beautiful reminders of that. Um, that we are body and soul, and there's something good about that. But if we never have a chance, you know, some people aren't going to have the chance to do that. Because I think we've, without realizing it, we've been very disrespectful of the body. Does that make sense? So, I, I think there's something good that we want to remember and capture and so, I, a couple of years ago, I wanted to be very explicit with this. Um, you know, I'm like, I want to be buried bodily because that's just the preference and there's something good about that. And so my parents were putting their affairs in order 
And so they said, we're going to go buy our burial plots and stuff. And I was like, well, that's sobering. Okay, let's go do this. And so we went to the cemetery, and um, you know, they brought their son, who's a priest, with them. You know, and so we're, we're working it out. And um, it was actually kind of good. They, uh, apparently, priests get discounts. Um, <laughs> so they got the uh, priest discount. But I don't know if they just think priests don't have money or whatever. But like, and so... There's something beautiful about that. Like, I know I'm going to be buried next to my parents in the St. Teresa section of St. Francis Cemetery. Um, and my mom was really touched by that. She's like, that's, that's beautiful that you want to be with us. I was like, yeah. Um, and anyways, and so there's something sobering to think about. Like, I'm not going to be alive forever. And there's a limited time. And what am I doing in between now and then that I want to be in heaven? And so... It's, it's actually a good, healthy thought to have. And so one of the little things that happened in this, this gathering, um, so we're sitting there at this table, and um, they're very gracious, and they, they put food in front of us. They say there's some snacks and stuff. And uh, we're, we're getting up to walk out, and my dad, who with his dementia and stuff, he wasn't able to articulate himself, but he pointed over to, there was a, a basket of, like, chips. And he's like, and uh, the woman's like, oh, Mr. Lowry, you'd like some chips. And he's like, you know, and, and she's trying, and you want chips. And, and uh, he's trying to communicate. And, and in the end, what he was saying was, I was like, oh, I get it. He doesn't want chips now. He wants a bag of chips to be put in there with him when he dies. And I'm like, my dad still has a sense of humor. But, but there's something beautiful about that, that Jesus... When he came back after the resurrection, he ate fish with his disciples. And in some sense, like, it's a very tangible, real thing that, that, that my dad, in some sense, one day, on the day of resurrection, that he wants to celebrate when the resurrection of the dead with a bag of his favorite chips. But as silly as that is, it, it's concrete, it's real, it's going to happen. And it'll be awesome. Why do we know it's going to happen? Because that's what God does with his beloved. That he draws them to himself, body and soul. He wants all of us. He's not put off by our brokenness, our weakness, our flesh. He wants to redeem all of us. And it doesn't happen just on the day of resurrection, but it happens today. That as we stay close to the transformed, resurrected body of our Lord in the Eucharist, that that transformation that that redemption is already happening. And one day we can look forward with great hope when we can join Mary and all the saints in the heavenly kingdom in the party that will not end.